0: You're listening to The Pursuit, a podcast from the Salem Baptist Church of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. The Pursuit is a podcast designed to help people find and pursue life in Jesus through transparent conversations about God, His Word, and His Church. You can find more about Salem Baptist Church by visiting our website at SalemBaptistNow.org.
1: All right. Well, welcome to The Pursuit. Uh, I'm Pastor Rick Kleiner, the pastor of Education and Discipleship here at Salem Baptist Church. And I say here, but we're not actually at campus. Today, you are joining us. Uh, we are at the New Life Center at the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission, and I'm joined with Lou Carrico. Hey, Lou, will you tell a little bit to our listeners what it is you do here at the Rescue Mission?
0: Uh, yes, my name is Lou Carrico and I am uh, the Interim Executive Director at the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission. Uh, he brought me here in uh, 2005, uh, September of 2005, and uh, uh, both Sandy and I do currently work here. Uh, Sandy is the volunteer coordinator. and um, So yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, let me say, Lou, that's, that's been true of you that as long as I've known you, is that um, you, you're just, you just want to serve. Um, you, you you have that heart for the Lord and heart for people. Um, you're one of the names that pops up in my head when somebody says uh, when Jesus said the phrase "love God and love others." I'm like, well, lose nail in that. Um, you might say otherwise, but I, I think we see it, and anybody who knows you sees that. Um, we talked a little bit about this um, before we um, start recording today. That I think the, that the rescue mission here in Winston Salem is one of Salem's or Winston Salem's best kept secrets. Um, so can you? There are people who are listening to this, there are members of Salem who may know, may have good understanding of this, but we also have new members and then there's other churches, uh, people from other churches listening. Can you tell us a little bit about what the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission is all about?
0: What might be good is to to, uh, kind of go back in history, and uh, we go back to the year of 1967. And the way I understand it, uh, in 1967, Uh, sometime during the summer uh, there were five uh, local pastors and um, they were burdened for the um, in particular the homeless men of Winston-Salem and um, beyond just homeless they were concerned about men uh, back then primarily their addiction would have been alcoholism and so while they were driving up to a pastor's conference uh, in Indiana and they began praying together in that uh, car uh, that they were driving in about uh, the Lord making a way and opening a door for a rescue mission in Winston-Salem. So um, they, uh, their uh, vision and their burden uh, became a reality. Uh, on June, the, I believe it was again, uh, right around uh, June the 2nd or so of 1967, um, the first executive director, Neil Wilcox, uh, was called uh, to lead the rescue mission. And his first employee was uh, uh, Brother Ernie Mills, Um, who joined uh, Reverend Wilcox here, Uh, only two staff members, and uh, Reverend Wilcox's wife, Barbara, lived on-site with Reverend Wilcox. Um, So, um, but the Rescue Mission uh, is different uh, from uh, the shelters in the community because we provide beyond shelter uh, for the, in particular, the men, because we only have a men's program right now. Apparently, years ago, they did have a women's program. Uh, but uh, I'm not exactly sure what happened uh, with that, but right now we serve um, just men as far as a recovery uh, ministry. Uh, we have a 90-day program uh, for men that are coming uh, out of either jail or prison or sometimes uh, hospitals or out of detoxes, maybe other programs where they're looking for uh, um, longer-term help. Uh, could be um, husbands that wives are calling for. It could be sons. It could be fathers, all different kinds of situations uh, where they are trying to get them into our 90-day uh, Life Builders program. And then our other recovery program is called Transformers, and that is here in the New Life Center where we're sitting now. And uh, it is our one-year program. And um, that would be for um, gentlemen that really understand that uh, the 90 days, uh, though, though good, I mean, to, to have a good start on their sobriety is not enough time so they uh, would elect to apply uh, to uh, the transformers program or one-year program but they have to first finish successfully our 90 days and then be recommended for this program and then there's an application process for that so i think that's what uh is the most distinctive thing between the rescue mission and let's say uh the samaritan uh, uh, ministries uh, uh, down the street from us in the Bethesda Center. Uh, again, they, uh, they do a, a great job uh, providing mainly overnight shelter. And I think the Samaritan Ministries does have a cornerstone uh, discipleship program. I think that's 12 months to 15 months, but it's, uh, I, I think it's 10 to 12 um, men I think that they serve. So uh, in our 90-day uh, Life Builders program, we have uh, right now, um, not at this moment, uh, but we have capped that program at 60 men. That based upon the amount of staff that we have, that we can handle, uh, 60 residents in the Life Builders 90-day program, and then here at the New Life Center, uh, we can have up to 41 in this building. Um, but uh, we've um, uh, we normally uh, cap at around 35 or so because right now, at least with current staff, that's about what we could better handle.
1: Yeah. What I as I'm hearing you share that, and thanks for sharing that history because I didn't even know that myself, but as I'm hearing you say that, one thing that sticks out to me is uh, what sets the rescue mission apart from from other places, even though they have good op- uh, opportunities um, and uh, programs for this, is the, the idea of discipleship. It's not about, I mean, it is about helping them recover and get over, like you said, addictions, but it, it's it's also training them, train these men to be more and more like Jesus. Yes. And again, I think that's really a uh, a testimony to the heartbeat of the rescue mission I think it's I think it's great so with those you said up to about 60 men and in the in the um, life builders and around 35 here in the new life center um, you're able to manage that that discipling of men uh, better okay I think that's great Um, let me ask this question too there might be some of our listeners who again not familiar with the rescue mission maybe the only thing they know about the rescue mission is coming in and sorting food, uh, the canned food and things like that. If someone wanted to contact you tomorrow and say, hey, I wanna serve in some way here at the rescue mission, how could they go about that? What is there for them to do?
0: Okay. Um, Well, what I probably would do is, uh, is I probably would have them call my wife because she is the volunteer coordinator. Um, And uh, Sandy would tell them that, the opportunities to volunteer could be um, uh, which we have had uh, uh, at least uh, over the last at least even couple of years recently. uh, Salem Baptist Church has come uh, and brought the the youth group here and some smaller groups I think Sunday school groups to do clothes sorting uh, which is a a big help because we receive uh, actually uh, clothing is our third biggest seller at our thrift store. Number one is furniture, uh, which would include a mattress and box springs. Um, number two uh, would be probably um, knickknacks, actually uh, novelty items. So knickknacks would be number two. And number three is clothing. So uh, we receive a lot of clothing and it, there's you're never really ahead of the game. You're just trying to keep up with it. So that's been a blessing when we have groups uh, coming to do that. Um, as you mentioned, Pastor Rick, uh, our, our, our canning room, uh, where we have all of our, um, our canned goods, uh, our, our dry products that are assorted and put in barrels uh, for our um, outreach and our food pantry uh, which leads into another opportunity. Uh, we do have volunteers that do assist uh, with um, helping us with uh, what we call uh, client choice ministry. It's part of a food pantry and basically it's a system to where um, if I come to the rescue mission, I have I have a food need that I'm able to, to get the groceries that I would normally eat. Um, meaning that we're not going to give them things that they couldn't use. We, we allow them to go through to get things that they like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, whatever comes in by way of donations uh, through uh, our food drives so they're able to do their own shopping. It gives them a little bit more, I guess you could say, um, dignity mm-hmm. and respect, you know, as far as... Uh, uh, being able to shop for themselves instead of just you know here here's what you're getting today, so that would be another opportunity. We also have our chapel speakers um, at, in the Life Builders program. We have chapel every night, uh, except on Sundays. Uh, we just uh, the men have their evening uh, to themselves, and then at the New Life Center uh, we have a couple nights of the week uh, we have chapel speakers here as well. So um, we normally have our chapel speakers. Uh, um, that would be um, those supporting churches usually where they will have the pastor come or represented from the church and they will uh, spend an evening with us bring them in some sort of a Bible study or, or devotion or something. So that would be another area. Um, we do have, it, it doesn't sound like a whole lot, it doesn't sound very significant, but stuffing letters, stuffing envelopes. Um, direct mail is another one of our uh, primary ways of income for the Rescue Mission. So when we get groups in, they just say, hey, I want something simple, a no-brainer. I'd like to volunteer, but I want to kind of not think a whole lot. Well, you know, stuffing envelopes, that, <laughs> that's going to be for you. Uh, so that would be um, another area. And um, uh, we, we have in the past, um, although with you know, COVID-19 going on right now uh, and, and measures with that, we haven't done this a whole lot recently. But uh, we do um, uh, we do ask that uh, we get some volunteers that would like to mentor our guys. You mentioned discipleship, Pastor Rick, uh, to come alongside men um, and to um, walk the Christian walk. Uh, one way we do that is the GD program, where volunteers can come alongside the men and to help them uh, to acquire their GDs. Uh, we do have men that arrive here that have uh, uh, already begun working on their GEDs prior to them coming to the Rescue Mission, but some of them um, have been out of school for years, and uh, this is, uh, again, just kind of like um, something that they never would have thought that they could do again, but we do require it. If, if, a, if a man checks into the Rescue Mission, he has to work on his G D or high school diploma if he desires to do that, but that is requirements. And volunteers come to the Rescue Mission, we'll sit down with them. Uh, sometimes it's one-on-one, sometimes with, it's with the group, but um, I can say over the last year or so, let's say year and a half, uh, I've seen more residents get their GDS than ever before. I think we had six or seven last year, and then even recently, some uh, we had a couple of guys going to Forsyth Tech this past semester, and they both made not the honors roll, not the dean's list, but the president's list, carrying a 4.0 GPA. Wow. So again, uh, so this is uh, something that is a very significant opportunity for volunteers to be the GD program.
1: Lou, thank you for sharing that. I, I didn't even know that that was something that you were partnering with, with uh, other schools even with on that. Again, uh, another evidence of how far-reaching um, the, the Ministry of the Rescue Mission is going and how the Lord's working here. I, thanks for sharing that. Let me ask this question. Um, right now, like I said earlier, if somebody was listening, how could they serve? What would you see right now as one of your biggest needs coming in, especially coming out of COVID-19? We're in phase two right now. In North Carolina. Is there some way that if there's a church listening or a pastor of a church who's listening and they're not yet a uh, supporter of the rescue mission, or maybe they are and they just haven't gotten any update on it, what is some way that they could help right now? What's one of your biggest needs?
0: Okay, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I had been sharing a list uh, with churches and WBFJ actually had asked if uh, I could get a list to them, and they were offering us free airtime, so that was very, very nice, very helpful. I would say there there's always going to be a need for uh, for dry goods. There's always going to be a need for uh, you know um, uh, canned food, groceries. There'll uh, always be a need for um, uh, breakfast items. Uh, I'm, I'm getting very, really, very specific here. I know that breakfast uh, breakfast meats like sausage and bacon um, have been a um, a a current need toiletries uh, i i would say that that's always uh, something that we could use at the rescue mission Um, particular uh, just basic things like shave cream um, shampoo uh, deodorant uh, those kind of items Um, bottled water that's something that's actually before this uh, uh, this podcast together today, uh, Sandy's like, You need some water. I would get you bottled water, but we don't really have any around here a whole lot. We, we At one point, we had gotten a huge surplus of water from, I think it was Costco, but I think with just with COVID 19, water has been not as easy to come by as it used to be or donate to the rest commission. So I would say bottled water uh, would, uh, would be a need right now. Um, and also, just uh, I think snack food. Um, that's one thing that's been a blessing uh, through. Uh, you know, through the um, the current times we've been going through with, uh, again, with COVID-19. Uh, we've had, in particular, uh, some individuals, but mainly churches, that have uh, reached out to us and they just say, what can we do for the men in particular? So we've gotten a lot of uh, pizza deliveries, um, goodie bags, uh, sometimes with encouraging notes. Uh, one little, uh, one young man uh, sent some jokes with each bag that the, the fa- this family had made or, uh, or this church. Um, but anyway, uh, because, you know, again, I get to go home, the guys have to stay, and not only that, they're restricted to mission property, and they have been for about 12 weeks now. Mm. So some of these guys are going stir-crazy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just to know that they're being thought of or prayed about. So, well, we've had some groups, uh, again, churches, that have brought uh, goodie bags by with just some snack foods some candy. I mean, just stuff like that that we, we might just kind of take for granted. But again, the guys normally, because again, being an addiction or, or, or trying to beat addiction, they're going to go to like things like candy and stuff like that or gum. Well, they haven't been able to leave the mission. Mm-hmm. So those are things that they're not really getting. So even just simple stuff like that um, would be helpful.
1: Yeah. So we'll know if anybody's really listening to our podcast if in the next few days, because we'll release this, okay. and in the next few days, if you have stacks of bottled water Outside the New Life Center, we'll know we got some (laughs) listeners and I challenge anybody listening Go ahead and do it and put it on there um, Because you you just heard the need uh, that they have Um, Well, Lou, I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy guy Thanks for sharing with us today about what the Rescue Mission does Again, I'm going to speak for our church Uh, Thank you for what you're doing Um, It is so comforting knowing that um, there are people like you loving um, people And it's just a, a blessing that you're a part of our church, and we appreciate that. Um, is there anything you want to like maybe add at the end of this for people listening that, um, is there maybe if a way they want to contact, what's the address they need to send any emails to? Uh, you could share that uh, with our listeners right now.
0: Okay, um, as, far as, uh, as far as contacting us, um, if you wanted to, for instance, volunteer, uh, as I've mentioned, uh, Sandy Carrico is the volunteer coordinator and uh, that would be uh, dialing the Rescue Mission's number, which is 336-723-1848, extension 116. That's Sandy's number for volunteering. As far as uh, looking uh, for um, even job opportunities, by the way, uh, you know, recently we, we had some positions we had to fill. Um, you want to go to our website, which is wsrescue.org, uh, uh, and that would be either to uh, for job opportunities or even giving uh, online, and you have opportunities to do that there. And um, and also just to sign up to be on our mailing list. Uh, again, that's uh, one of the big parts of our, of our revenue along with our, our thrift stores, our, our donations. So um, I think that would be probably it right now, uh, okay. Pastor
1: Rick. Right. All right, well, if, uh, thanks again, Lou. Thanks for joining with us today. We appreciate you being here. Uh, if you're listening and you'd like some more information, you can. Uh, go to the website wsrescue.org um, or you could visit our website salembaptistnow.org or email us at info at We'll be happy to get you the information uh, you need to help support this wonderful ministry. Uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you again real soon.
0: This has been The Pursuit from Salem Baptist Church. Located in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Salem Baptist Church exists to help people find and pursue life in Jesus. We would love to connect with you on Instagram and Facebook at Baptist underscore WS. Or you can email us at info at SalemBaptistNow.org.